Welcome to this Easter edition of POP. My name is Pastor Tony Katko, and this is a shortened version of the sermon from Easter Sunday on April 17th. I'll start with our reading from Matthew chapter 28. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are coming for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly, with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings! And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. According to Matthew, these two Marys are the first witnesses to the resurrection. But as they're leaving the tomb on Easter morning, they are filled with fear and great joy. It's not one or the other, it's both fear and joy. Now at the beginning of this reading, it makes total sense. The first thing they experience when they come to that tomb is an earthquake, and then they see this angel come down from heaven, and this angel is so terrifying that these hardened soldiers, the guards, faint like dead men. So at this point, okay, it makes sense that the Marys are scared. But then it goes on. The angel tells them, don't be afraid, Jesus is risen. But as they're going, they know that Jesus is alive, and they still, as they run from the tomb, have fear and great joy. You see, the resurrection is great news, but it is also frightening. Of course, they are thrilled that God can bring life after death. That's great, but it also makes you question things. Because death, as terrible as it is, was this boundary. Everyone knows that when you die, you stay dead. So if this ultimate boundary of death isn't as sure and unchanging as they thought, then maybe anything can change. And any change, even when we know it's a really good change, is hard because we don't know what the future will look like. So the full experience of the resurrection is both fear and joy. But when you think about it, that's not new. That's how people always experience God in the Bible. Think back to the Exodus. People of Israel are crying out as slaves in Egypt, and God set them free. But that final step to freedom is God parting the Red Sea. But picture yourself in that scene. It would be terrifying to walk between these walls of water, not to mention the fact that this army is coming in from behind you. So as they witness this great miracle, they're also scared out of their minds. And so this major turning point in the Bible was a time of fear and joy. And I think that's true of all our turning points in life. Whenever we face something new and exciting, those are times with both fear and joy. One of the experiences most of us share is when we leave school. And whether you like school or not, at some point you're done with it. You want to have some freedom and move on. 
But when you get there, you're faced with this exciting and terrifying time when you have to decide what to do with your life. Coming to retirement, changing jobs, moving, getting married, all of these times too are times filled with fear and joy. So back to the Easter story. Both the angel and Jesus tell these two Marys, do not be afraid. And you hear this a lot in the Bible. Anytime an angel comes to someone, they say, do not be afraid. But if that's meant to be a command, it's not very helpful. Think about it, the women at the tomb are still scared after they're told it. So why bother saying, do not be afraid? I think that when Jesus or when angels tell someone not to be afraid, what they're really saying is, look, I know you are afraid, but don't let your fear paralyze you. Don't let your fear stop you from experiencing those moments of great joy. Now, after the angel tells the women at the tomb, don't be afraid, the next thing he says is come see the place where he lay. Come and see it for yourself. It's like the angel saying, look, something amazing has happened and you don't wanna miss it. Yes, you're afraid, but come and see for yourself what God has done in your life won't be the same afterwards. You see, it's one thing to hear about the resurrection, maybe even to believe what you hear, but it's another thing to see it and experience it for yourself. On Sunday during worship, we set up a tree in each of our worship spaces, and I asked people to write down their own experiences of the resurrection, and they came and tied what they wrote onto that tree. And these trees, they were filled with hundreds of ways that God has been at work in the people of our community. And these resurrection moments range from little everyday things or people that they love, but there were also these dramatic life-changing moments where someone saw God in action and their life was never the same afterwards. So what I wanna challenge you to do is try to think about your own resurrection moments. When have you seen and experienced God at work bringing hope and life? Maybe even ask your family or people close to you to share their moments of God too. I think when we start to look for them, there are all sorts of ways that God is alive and at work around us all the time. So may you see God at work for yourself, even in times of fear. And may these glimpses of resurrection bring you great joy. Amen.